You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, unknown actors with me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And for the last 13 years, I've been taking unknown actors with blank CVs all the way to Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps and stage plays around the world. And every week I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid working unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready to dive into the episode? Hello and welcome back to the podcast. If you are a regular listener, of course, as I always say, I absolutely adore having you here and listening to all of the wisdom and advice that I can offer you because I really want you to become an unstoppable actor because there's nothing more fulfilling and exciting than achieving your goals. And if you have just stumbled across us either on Spotify or on our website, which is standbymethod.com, welcome. It is so good to have you here. I am so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen to today's episode, which is all about how we can feel confident performing during early rehearsals. Because early rehearsals can cause a lot of anxiety in us, stage fright for some of us, and also beating ourselves up. And these are not things that get us closer to becoming an unstoppable actor. In fact, they take us further away from becoming an unstoppable actor. And I definitely don't want that for you. I myself have 1000% beat myself up a million and one times in early rehearsals. And it just did nothing for my performances. In fact, it made them bloody worse, to be honest. It made them really stiff, as in emotionally stiff, sometimes physically stiff, and also mentally stiff because I just could not access my imagination. And so when we're not confident in early rehearsals, what tends to happen is we will default back to our bad acting habits. And we don't mean to. That's definitely not what we want to do but it just happens by default, as I've already said. So we're going to explore this. We're going to unpack it, uncover it, rip it apart, and then put it all back together. So by the end of the episode, you know exactly how to approach those early rehearsals, confidently making bold character choices. So you stand out, you make an amazing impression for yourself and the directors and the cast and crew have nothing but good things to say about you and they talk about you positively when you're not in the room because that's important. Remember everything we do in our career as actors right from those very first amateur performances or student films that we're doing that are unpaid are paving the way and carving out the type of actor we will be and our reputation which is attached to our brand. What I need you to be doing doesn't matter how new you are to acting or how often you're auditioning or whether you class yourself as a jobbing actor, I need you to be thinking about both craft, which is the techniques that you use to create a truthful performance, and business. You've got to think like a business as well. You've got to combine the two. We need 50% of each because that's what's going to make you not have an expensive hobby and just dart around aimlessly trying to get jobs here, there and anywhere and, you know, just spinning your wheels and not really getting very far. 
It's what will take you from that to being a professional actor. Now, before I dive into the episode, I've got a free workshop which is taking place on Thursday the 28th of September. Have you got your free place there? If not, why the hell not? Because I'm going to be taking what I share in this episode even further and I'm going to be coaching you practically. How exciting! Because that's one thing that I can't do on the podcast. Of course, I can share my knowledge. I can help you in a in a way where I'm talking, obviously, because it's a podcast. (laughs) But I can't coach you um, in a workshop setting. Whereas in the free workshop, I can. I can actually see you. I can give you feedback. I can get more hands-on with you. So this free workshop is called Three Steps to getting paid acting work within two months. And that is absolutely possible because I did it myself and my students have done it as well. So it's a repeatable process. So I will be hands-on coaching you. It's completely free of charge. It's two hours long. There's so much to learn from it. This is career changing. So all you need to do, once you've listened to this episode, click the link underneath it, register your place. We are over 50% full and this is absolutely going to, when I say sell out, I don't mean sell out because it's not paid, you don't pay for it, but it's going to get full. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So shall we crack on then? Let's talk about early rehearsals first before I actually go into what we need to be doing to give a confident performance. So early rehearsals can be scary. We've already established this. And you know why? It's because we don't quite have a grasp of the character. We're a little bit rusty. We're fumbling around with it. It's it's almost like we're reaching out into the dark, trying to grab things, and we're just not quite sure where we're going. We haven't got a clear vision for the character yet. Yes, we can see things in our imagination about how we want them to play out, but we don't have the full picture. Now, combine this with our absolute love for acting and wanting to do well, which of course we do, but also being unsure what others are going to bring to the table, whether they've learnt the lines, oh shit, I've not learnt mine, but have they learnt theirs? Are they more prepared than me? Are they better actors? When you combine those thoughts, which in method acting are known as mental tension, with the fact that we haven't quite got a grasp of the character, then we are not going to be giving confident performances. Now, those thoughts were the kind of thoughts that used to dominate my mind And it used to lead to me being riddled with tension, which I already spoke about earlier on in the episode. You know, the mental tension, the physical tension, the emotional tension. This tension blocks us from being able to express the character with clarity. Now, these are acting words. Clarity just means clear. So it reads well. But these are words that you need to get familiar with if you're not already familiar with them. So what happens is, as I've already said, we have got ideas about the character. We have, we can see them in our head, but we can't quite express it properly because this mental tension is dominating. Now, when mental tension is taking up space in your mind, it's taken away from your pure imagination. So then what tends to happen is we'll either sit on the fence with the character and we don't try out these ideas that we've got because that mental tension is taking up too much space. Like, ooh, am I going to make myself look stupid? Am I going to embarrass myself? Oh, what if I get it wrong? That takes up space. So instead of like going all in with the character, we play it safe because we feel shy or embarrassed. Or the opposite thing happens and we go all in, but we end up forcing the character and it comes across as hammy or too big. Either way, we just can't seem to find a way to be truthful. Now, it's this mental tension that we've got to deal with because when those two things happen, 
It is so easy to walk away dissatisfied with our performance and it is so easy to keep picking ourselves apart and giving ourselves a hard time. But the thing I need you to know is if you keep doing that, if you keep giving yourself a hard time and you keep walking away dissatisfied, you are going to get very good at basically picking on yourself because what we practice, we get good at. Now, it is absolutely okay to have standards and I know you've got standards for yourself and definitely keep them there, but just make sure you're not getting into a perfectionist mindset because perfectionism does not exist in art. Art is messy. It's creative. It's something that we have to explore. It's a process of exploration. But perfectionism moves us away from all of that. Remember, art is about telling the stories of these humans that need to be heard and seen so that we can touch the souls of our audience members. Perfectionism stops us from doing that. So we've got to move away from that. Now, as I've already said in the early days of my acting career, I used to do this. I don't pick at myself anymore because now I know, okay, you're never going to have the polished performance in rehearsal one, two, three, four, five, six, or even seven, eight, nine, or 10, because I'm just not, because I'm constantly exploring. And if you've heard of the method actor, Dustin Hoffman, he was one of the iconic actors. Well, I mean, he's had a career that spans decades But if you're quite young, you might not have heard of him, which is okay. but I definitely encourage you to go and research him. He used to nitpick at himself as well. And he would often tell people, and he said this in interviews, don't even come and see me in the opening week when I'm doing a play because I still haven't got the character then. Come and see me in week two or week three. So I'm I'm telling you that because whatever level you're at, whether it's my level you know, I'm just a few steps ahead of you, or whether it's Dustin Hoffman's level, you know, a multi-award winning Hollywood actor, or yourself who is just getting started and is an unknown actor, you know, we're all going to nitpick at ourselves, but just don't get into the habit of doing it subjectively. If you're going to nitpick, do it objectively in a way which is like, well, what can I learn from this? How can I improve? Not, oh, you shit you did really bad there, you're rubbish, you're not good enough. No, 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 that's not useful. So I just want to give you an example of how this mental tension, because this is this is what stops us being confident in early rehearsals, how this mental tension is trying to dominate me at the minute. So I've got a premiere of a film coming up. It's coming up in two days. How exciting. Yeah, when I've just said that, I got a pang of nerves in my chest. Ah! <laughs> um, I filmed this film last year, And now the mental tension is getting in all sorts of areas of my brain and it's making me question whether I did enough with the character. Was I truthful? Did I play her in a unique way? Or did I play her on one level? And that's one of my biggest worries. And I had these worries also in the first two days of rehearsals. I definitely had them and I was definitely looking at my um, scene partner, Richard, and I was going, oh my God, he's pretty much got his bloody lines down and I haven't. But then in those early rehearsals, I had to remind myself, that's okay that he's got his lines down because that's how he works. That's his process. I don't work like that. Getting the lines down is one of the last things that I do. What I do first is explore the character. So in those early rehearsals, I had to remind myself that we work differently and that is okay. And now as these worries are cropping back up again, again, remember these worries are called mental tension, I'm telling myself, well, actually, if I'd not played the character well, if I'd not made bold choices, if I hadn't made a unique, the director, Toby, would never have sent me a brilliant email, which he did once the film had got to its first edit. He sent me an email saying how truthful myself and Richard were as a couple on screen and how believable we were. So if I'd not done a good job, he would never have taken the time 
to send that email. And also on set, if I wasn't doing a good job, he would have told me. He would have either pulled me up to one side and said something along the lines of, look, you know, we're not quite sure you're hitting the character and would have given me some redirection. They would have communicated. I have to trust that they would. So what you need to know about mental tension is, as I've already said, when it takes up space in your brain, it's taking space away from your imagination. But you have to challenge it. You have to trust that in those early rehearsals, if you're not quite hitting the mark, your director's going to communicate with you. They're going to tell you this because everybody wants a good performance. So that's the first thing is have trust in yourself and others. Of course we worry because, you know, our craft means so much to us. Our performances mean so much to us. We obviously care, but as I keep saying, it's wasted energy, absolute wasted energy. But I do want you to know that I don't think these worries will ever disappear. I don't think there's a magic wand that makes them all of a sudden empty out of your head and then never ever come back. I believe they will always be there, but it's how we deal with them. So I want you giving confident performances in those early rehearsals. So I highly recommend you follow this roadmap that I'm going to lay out for you. So the first thing is this, you have to be okay knowing you are going to get things wrong. That's how you make peace with these thoughts, this mental tension. It's inevitable that you're going to get things wrong. We're here to give ourselves grace and remind ourselves of what the the purpose of a rehearsal is. And the purpose of a rehearsal is to explore. It's not about having the polished performance. It's not about having an end result before you've even taken the process of exploring. And it is certainly not about pleasing a director. I know you want to do well for them and for yourselves and you want to get good feedback. But if you are going into a rehearsal trying to people please the director, you're putting them on a pedestal and that makes it harder for yourself. That is actually counterproductive because then that creates more mental tension inside of yourself and takes you away from the creative process. The creative process is not about putting people on pedestals. We're all equals. We're all here to contribute to the art of storytelling. So that's the first thing. Be okay knowing you're going to get things wrong and allow yourself to get things wrong because it's in the mess of a rehearsal that we start to find the little diamonds and what does work. Now, the second thing is you've got to be able to use your method acting techniques. If you're not training in method acting, you need to ask yourself, why not? Why are you not training in method acting? It is the best technique in the world because it is so thorough and it has an exercise for every single common acting problem there is out there. And one of those exercises is objects of attention. Objects of attention tells you where to place your focus to get your imagination stimulated so you can get into the character. Because once your imagination is stimulated, you then have full belief and your pure imagination will allow you to make confident, bold character choices that you might not have even thought about before rehearsal started. So you have to be using the objects of attention technique because that will move you away from that mental tension. Now, the second technique is using the methods chair relaxation. This is the first exercise we ever, ever do in the 10-week method acting modules. We spend an hour on this because we have to get you connected to your body and your imagination. And we have to quieten that inner chatter that all actors have, that mental tension, those worries. When you do this exercise, my students have to do it every single day. And if you come and train with me, which I would recommend you to do that because you will definitely be feeling more confident in yourself. If you come and train with me and you do this every single day with me, 
for 15 minutes a day, that inner chatter will start to get quieter and quieter and quieter. I'm not saying it's going to disappear because it doesn't, but it gets quieter and you can get in control of it. And that's then when you can redirect your focus using the objects of attention. So they're the two techniques you really need to be practicing. The third thing is you've got to be practicing. Practice your craft as regularly as you can. Every day, ideally, 15 minutes a day. But if you can't commit to that every other day or once every three days, there's no good just practicing it once a month. That's not great because it's too inconsistent. We need to be very consistent. But you don't need to be practicing monologues or duologues. Stay away from that because when you practice them without being taught techniques to get you into the heart and soul of the character and without being given feedback, you will unknowingly default back into your bad acting habits. What you need to practice instead is techniques, sense memory, relaxation, concentration exercises, objects of attention, because what these do is they strengthen your concentration and your imagination. And then when you come to doing a monologue or a duologue in a rehearsal, then you go in as a confident actor because you know you can rely on your techniques. So practice, practice, practice as regularly as you can. And just remember, as I've already said for the first point, you are going to get things wrong. It's okay to do that. And then the final point is just go into every single rehearsal with the idea that you're going to learn something new about the character. That's it, because that doesn't put pressure on yourself. And that might be that you completely fuck up in the rehearsal and it's okay to do that. And you learn, oh, actually, that wasn't a great rehearsal in terms of I didn't get into the heart and soul of the character. However, it was a great rehearsal because I learned what doesn't work. Let's avoid that next time. So go into every single rehearsal with the idea that you're going to learn something new about the character and you're going to explore. That's it. Then there's no pressure. Then it becomes fun. And remember, we all started an acting career because we found it fun. We're passionate about it. We love it. It feels like play. Well, it is play, isn't it? But when we're stuck in those worries, it's no longer play. So when you start using these steps that I've laid out for you, this roadmap, you will feel confident about your performances. You will start to go in and unconsciously make big, bold character choices that you've not made before because you feel so good about yourself. Now, this also has a massive impact on your acting career. Remember, I don't call it an acting dream because dreams are just things that stay in our head. This is a career. It's a tangible career that you can make happen. So when you feel confident about your performances, the knock-on effect to your career is that you become more proactive with your acting goals. You'll grab the bull by the horns and you will be more consistent in applying for roles. You'll be more consistent with networking. You'll be more consistent with your marketing. You'll be more consistent with your branding because you have belief in yourself. Now, remember at the beginning of the episode, I told you I've got a free workshop on Thursday, the 28th of September. If you can't make it live, don't worry. Sign up anyway to get the recording because the recording will be available to watch for 48 hours after it. But what I'm going to do in this workshop, which is three steps to get in a paid role within two months is I'm going to be combining craft with career. So remember, craft is the techniques, things like objects of attention, the relaxation, the sense memory. I'm going to be teaching you an overlooked but very powerful method acting exercise that will get you feeling super confident. And then I'm also going to teach you some business of acting as well. So you are able to know what it takes and what you need to do to get a paid role within two months. Go and grab your free place because this is career changing stuff. I'm not charging you anything for it. 
the only thing you need to offer to this workshop is your passion and your time. That's it. And all you need is an internet connection. It is super easy to join. So go and click the link, reserve your place because they are filling up and I will send you the workshop link straight away or well, within a minute. (laughs) So yeah, I will look forward to seeing you in the workshop on Thursday, the 28th of September. Let's get you getting paid acting work. I've absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you found this episode inspiring. If you have, please do rate the podcast and hit follow so you never miss an episode and I can help more actors like you. And come and join one of the most supportive, uplifting acting communities on socials, the Unstoppable Actors Facebook group, where you'll get your weekly injection of inspiration, networking and receive your free Method Actors handbook so you can become an unstoppable actor.